0: You know, just focusing in on dentistry only. Dental team meetings can become unproductive and ideas may not be conveyed effectively. So this podcast is going to aim at exploring the reasons why individuals may choose not to speak up in meetings and the implications that this behavior can have and possible solutions to overcome it because everyone is thinking the same thing, but no one wants to speak out. And we'll begin our podcast probably just right there.
1: Welcome all of you fantastic dental podcast listeners to the My Practice My Business Dental Podcast Show, where we help dentists profit and thrive with excerpts from the clinical business of dentistry training here at My Practice My Business. We'll be addressing and answering questions with current trends dentists and their teams face each and every day in their pursuit of this wonderful career we call dentistry. And now the host of our show, the clinical director and president at My Practice My Business, Dr. Rob Thor up
0: you know in today's world meetings have become an essential aspect of organizational communication meetings are a platform for employees to express their opinions ideas and concerns about a project or a task at hand and however there's times when everyone in the meeting is thinking the same thing but nobody wants to speak out in in today's uh I just will say it. Woke climate. Nobody wants to offend anybody, and everybody thinks that you know you can't talk about stuff. And one of the interesting things on the five dysfunctions of a team that comes to my mind, the first one's trust. The base core of any team has to be trust, and when trust is there, that means that there can be conflict, which is the next uh, upstep from the pyramid. Which we teach at the Advanced Dental Business Training. Uh, we hammer that. In fact, uh, the book is a uh, required reading. And it's funny how we, <laughs> it, that nobody wants to speak out in these meetings. And, and that's a problem. Nobody wants to, we, we teach everybody, gosh, you should be having monthly meetings. People need to speak out, express themselves. Uh, and, and then everybody's, you know, it, it's okay to have differences of opinion, but oftentimes nobody wants to. So, Tracy and I have seen this all too many times when it comes to dental meetings, office managers battling dental insurance companies or even team members who are forced to work with someone who is simply toxic to the practice. Oh my gosh, we've seen that so many times, okay nobody wants to nobody wants to speak out against that toxic person because of fear of retribution because that that toxic member oftentimes is the office manager, or somebody in a position, a hygienist, somebody in a position of Power in the office, and it's like I'm sorry, you guys. You're just a small office. You're not a. You're not a military unit. You're not a large corporation. You know, it's like uh, go ahead and speak out. What could possibly happen to you, right? Well, we see this in society all the time when it comes to the challenges of just even morals and values, or just being civil and nice to one another. We see this with only a few uh, parents who spoke up and defended their children during the recent pandemic, with education and other such negative nonsense being, being propelled against the future of our nation, the dumbing down of our youth. My gosh, there's so many reasons why individuals refuse to speak out against these things uh, that can have a significant impact on the lives of those we serve. Obviously, you've been listening to me long enough. You know I'm not afraid to speak out. You're not. You know that I have. You know I have kind of a filter, but mostly not. When I see something's wrong, I'm going to talk about it. And if I'm wrong, I'll humbly step back and apologize and tell you I I was, run, I was wrong. And uh, you know let's go let's go forward again. But one of the primary reasons for for not speaking out in meetings is the fear of being judged by others. That's the number one. Employees may be hesitant uh, to express their ideas, and and if they feel that their ideas may not be welcomed or appreciated by their colleagues or superiors, that's a big deal to them. But it's so important to speak out because maybe something you have might be significant to the rest of the team. And, And employees may be hesitant to speak out if they perceive that their ideas may be in conflict with those of their superiors or colleagues. And the fear of being judged or criticized can can create a sense of anxiety or self doubt, which can prevent individuals from expressing their ideas. And honestly, just being truthful and honest. That's what's most important. Just ask any of my team members. I can't handle handle it when they hide things from me or they don't speak out truthfully. I I lose uh respect for them when they don't. And I don't want to. And going back to the five dysfunctions of a team, when when you have that absence of trust in a dental team, you will never have an environment where employees will speak up and and where, where strengths can be leveraged with one another. With that zero trust comes a fear of conflict instead of accepting it. And this is where no one will speak out. And when there is trust in a team, though, you can have respected conflict. You can confront problems and issues quickly and develop solutions with minimal conflict. And I love that. Um, I had one of my team members the other day uh, say to me in a team meeting, she said, Dr. Rob, we, you know, we love it when you're always in your good attitude, but when you're upset about something, uh, we don't like that. And I looked at her and I said, well, stop screwing up then and I'll be happier. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny, you know, I have expectations that are set in stone and I ex- I expect things to be met, but on the same token, uh, I am very giving and very uh, understanding when it comes to my team members, uh, you know, having troubles at home or having troubles personally or having troubles at work. And uh, nobody's a bigger supporter of me uh, for them than me and Tracy. And, and it's like, uh, but you got to speak up. You got to tell, tell the truth and, uh, you know, let the feelings come out because I can't fix it if you don't speak it. Think about that for a second or two. Do we as ADA members actually trust our association? Is the American Dental Association trustworthy? Do they fully engage in our need for unbiased representation against the quality of care being controlled with dental insurance plans? Maybe this is a major issue for the decline in ADA membership. And, and and another reason for not speaking out in meetings is the belief that others will express the same idea. And individuals may assume that someone else in the meeting will express the same idea, and, and hence, there's no need for them to speak out because somebody's going to already say it. That phenomenon is known as the illusion of transparency, where individuals believe that their thoughts or feelings Are more transparent to others than they actually are. Again, nobody knows what you're thinking if you don't speak out. I can't read minds, and it's like all of our associations are they are they listening? Are we speaking out so they can actually listen to what we're saying? Are they are we speaking clearly and concisely so our state associations and our national association hears our voices? Okay, so if we don't speak out, if we don't uh, call people out. How are things ever going to get fixed? So if we don't trust our association, then we will always have fear of conflict instead of trusting conflict, okay? So what are the implications of of not speaking out? You know, when team members don't speak out in meetings that can have several negative implications. First, it, it can lead to that lack of diversity of thought and ideas. If everyone in the meeting is thinking the same thing, there may be missed opportunities for new or innovative ideas. And it can also lead to a lack of engagement among employees, which can negatively impact the team's morale and productivity. And in addition, not speaking out can lead to a sense of dissatisfaction among employees, as as many may feel that their ideas and contributions are not valued. And just like that team member who told me, Rob, we don't like it when you're you're not happy. And it's like, well... Okay, well, then don't frustrate me. But that actually caused me to reflect and go, you know what? Uh, I, you know, maybe need to redirect my frustration in a different way. Uh, Of course, being, you know, dominant personality is very difficult for me to do it. Okay, just saying. So it's like, why can't we, uh, you know, I love the fact that they love it when I'm happy, and I love the fact when I'm happy, but, you know, sometimes when patients aren't taking care of the way I want them to, then there's going to be a problem, okay? So, but I want to be happy, so maybe I need to ha- be a better leader and teach them uh, things that they need to do, all right? Be a better trainer, Go through the steps of team development a little better. Use edge to explain and demonstrate and guide and enable. Maybe I'm, the, maybe I'm the weak link. Doc, maybe we are the weak links, okay? And we're not training our team well enough so that we have less problems in our practice. Think that one through. How can we as dental leaders find possible solutions to, to these problems that everyone is thinking the same thing, but nobody's opening their oral edifices, right? So we need to overcome that phenomenon of not speaking out in meetings and not, you know, being proactive in, in, uh, in things that we see in, in uh, dentistry, society, whatever it might be. And several strategies can be adopted to be better at this. And first is it's essential to create a culture of psychological safety in the workplace. And I'm not talking about wokeism. I'm talking about actually allowing people to speak out and better understanding their points of view, even though they might be contrary to yours. And that involves creating an environment where individuals feel comfortable expressing their ideas and opinions without, you know, fear of judgment or criticism. Sometimes even teasing can go a little too far, which is, again, one of my weaknesses. I love to joke and tease a lot too. So that can, this can be achieved through effective communication and, and more importantly, active listening and empathetic listening. Okay, Sometimes we don't, we don't exercise the communication skills that we should and using active, active and empathetic listening. The second one that I oftentimes see is it's it is crucial to encourage diversity of thought and ideas. And this can be achieved by getting input from all members of the team, regardless of their position or seniority. And it's essential to recognize and reward individuals who express their ideas and contribute to the team's success. And I want to express this. This is really important. Some of you listening right now, you've seen me do this. I've literally had, Tracy and I have had uh, people in team training or the advanced business training, and they've actually come up with a really good idea or they've caught something that could be improved on. Uh, whether, you know, whether it's in our training or systems and they're, and man, when we see something like that, uh, we have, uh, $50 gift cards (laughs) to, to different places, uh, that I love handing them. And I literally, in front of everybody, I will say, my goodness, when we hear a really good idea, uh, we love to reward that. And I've handed those $50 gift cards out right in team training and I've also handed them out in our, in our, uh, our business trainings uh, on our monthly meetings within our practice. And that's what uh, I would highly recommend that you guys do. If somebody has a really good idea, have some of those. I don't care if they're $10 Starbucks cards or McDonald's <laughs> $10 gift cards, whatever they might be, let them fly. You know, really recognize those people that are thinking outside the box that come up with really good ideas. I love doing that. And, and the third thing is, is it's important to set clear objectives. And agendas for dental meetings. That's so important. Don't just have a meeting, but actually have an objective for the meeting. That, that'll ensure that everyone's on the same page, that the meeting is focused on achieving its intended outcome. It also ensures that everyone is aware of the topics being discussed, and, and, and that will help individuals actually prepare and contribute uh, more effectively to the meeting. Uh, let me give you an example Uh, obviously those of you who've been through our team training know the importance of how to present treatment from the heart and not from scripts. And so I wanted to to make sure that all my team members are actually presenting though, uh, treatment plans, uh, how they're trained to treat, to, to present them. So I literally had team members present treatment plans and two of my team members did exceptionally well. And I, again, they got gift cards, the rest of the team, not so much. And I said, "Why have you guys uh, slacked on this?" Well, you know, we've become uh, it's become commonplace. It's become rudimentary into our in into our practice because you know people accept treatment before we can even finish presenting. And I said, "Yes, but we're not." I want to make sure all of our patients are treated equally. Are given that that Disney experience uh, of of uh, them being first and. uh you know, let's make sure that we're doing it and, and, and we're all presenting treatment uh, close enough to each other similarly that doesn't matter who presents treatment, they're going to have the same presentation, so to speak. So that was really a powerful play. They they really appreciated that. Um, we talk about, we. I have meetings, sometimes I have meetings just with my hygienists and going over uh, our perio protocols, which are extremely effective. Um, oh, so nice. I, I have actually, um, you know, I don't know if I should share this with you guys and I'm really doing this right off the cuff and I think I'm going to, hopefully I don't get in trouble, but we hired a hygienist, uh, recently and, uh, and, and, and this is a kind of, uh, this is kind of stuff that's really fun. And she got to see our protocols. She actually has been there now to see patients progress our, our periodontal therapy uh, to the point where this patient's going to go back on six-month recare. What a concept. Uh, she goes, uh, I, I mentioned this to Dr. Rob today, but I just and she sent this to both Tracy and I, but I just wanted to say it again to both of you. Uh, I realized last night after getting done with a hard day of of hygiene in the office, uh, uh, a hard day of double hygiene in an office that specializes in supervised neglect, uh, meaning instead of uh, actually eliminating periodontal disease, that I was actually excited to come in and work with you guys today. So she's coming from one office and coming to us, and she says, "It it got me thinking, this is in a text, I'm reading a text, golly, I hope I don't get in trouble. Uh, that I have not been excited for work for a really long time, let me read that again. She stated, "I have not been excited for work for a really long time. I knew that I would be going into an office where the doctor and staff cared about my patients and cared about me as a person and an employee. these past few years i have I have really gotten a a look into the profession of dentistry and dental hygiene, and what I saw was sad and discouraging. People were burnt out, cutting corners, and doing the bare minimum. Hygienists had no pride of ownership in their work. I felt like I was the only one who cared about the health of my patients. After our awesome hygiene meeting last week, I realized I'm not alone in wanting to give my patients the best that a healthy mouth is achievable and I'm excited. I feel passion and drive again for my career that I have been missing for a long time. So I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for adopting me into your amazing dental family. I feel very lucky and blessed to have found you and I can't wait to continue to learn and grow. And I would love to get involved in any way I can, uh, in our teaching and training. She went on to say, and, uh, uh, and, and she's like, um, I'm just reading through here. You guys to make sure I don't <laughs> say something. She, of course she's, uh, she says, uh, let's see. And one day I would, uh, but I'm hoping to quit my Thursday job soon because it's pretty much a Dementor sucking the life out of me. <laughs> I love it. Anybody that refers to uh, Disney or Harry Potter. Yeah. They're instant, uh, family, right? So, if you need help with trainings or anything, I would love to help out and, and learn and just be part of it. Um, uh, anyway, I, I sent her a text back. And I, it, what's really funny is she sent us that text. Uh, and, and, you know, it's like, I'm not emotional. You guys are emotional. But I get emotional when my team uh, sends heartfelt uh, texts like that. And what's funny is Tracy and I were driving home and we we're actually talking about her and how she how well she did um uh with us uh on Friday. And I said Tracy and I were just talking about how awesome you are. We're blessed to have you on the team. I said have a wonderful 24th of July weekend and uh I it's just it's we are so blessed at Thorpe Dental, let alone my practice, my business to have wonderful team members like like her. And it's fun to bring on a new hygienist who goes through our training, sees our protocols, and actually implements them. And she sees the patient's benefit from treating periodontal, periodontal disease, how medical would treat it, and not how we've been treating it to insurance limitations for all these years and not how it's been traditionally taught, how to treat periodontal disease. I love it that uh, she's she's already seen the effects of how we treat periodontal disease differently in how we treat our patients and how we treat each other. And I love that, um, that she comes in from another office because oftentimes people will come from other offices with different ideas in their heads and want to implement those, you know, the status quo ideologies into our office that just doesn't fly. So I love that hygienists working for us and I have a great team of hygienists that that do so very well and a great team of front and back office team members, you know, and it's not always that way. Uh, You know, you have to work hard to get a team that's uh, pulling the same direction. And oftentimes, uh, sometimes you hire people, I should say that become poisons in the office. And I'm just going to tell you team members that are listening. Don't be that person. And docs, if you have people on your team like that, get rid of them. So uh, moving on, I, and again, I just shared that off the cuff with all of you because uh I I wanted you to know that uh that input from everybody is mission critical. And we allowed her to put input in right right from the get-go when we had our team meeting. And uh you know, and like I said though, if there are ideologies that come from other offices that aren't grounded in in our philosophies, you know, we just have to course correct people and and sometimes, you know, let them speak out, but respect that respect their thoughts. And what's fun is, is I'm allowing her to use her personality to accomplish the mission and the goal. And all I have to do is teach the vision and allow my hygienist to accomplish the success. And that's what I love. That's what I do with all my teams. So some of you might be asking yourself, you know, why I chose this topic for my podcast. And it's simple. It's very, very simple. (laughs) Evil people rule when good people do nothing. It's no mystery that our new Utah dental law has had a powerful impact on the profitability of dental practices in our state. And what's truly concerning to me is why haven't other states picked up on this? And why aren't we why aren't we speaking out? And in the next few weeks, uh, I'm going to reach out to the ADA again and ask them why dental insurance legislation is so fragmented from state to state. I'm going to inquire why the ADA seems to not have a centralized location where states can share what they've passed into law that is protecting their dentists and their patients that they serve and what else they are working on for future legislation. And I think this topic should be one of the hottest topics in the ADA news, but unfortunately, it's not. And so many of us continue to read the ADA Morning Huddle and ADA News and other publications only to find topics that really have little to no significance affecting the majority of dentists working in the trenches each and every day. That's why I love team members that will speak out. I love team members that, that will take ownership of what they do and, and be leaders. I want leaders, not followers. There's enough followers in this world. We want leaders. And everybody in the office can lead. Everybody can lead within the verticals that they have, and they can lead by cross-training and helping each other out. So I just want to conclude that the phenomenon of not speaking out in meetings can have several negative implications for organizations. Uh, it's essential to create a culture of psychological safety, encourage diversity of thought, and set clear objectives and agendas to overcome these issues. And when we, when we adopt these strategies, organizations that can ensure that everyone's ideas and contributions are valued and that meetings are productive and effective, and then you get text messages from wonderful employees like I just read and people who love to work with you and everybody else, and they want to be leaders, and they want to take ownership of what they do. That's why I I, I love this topic. And it's uh, one of the things we teach in our advanced training too. I, I hope all of you will request meetings with your state dental association executives and leadership and open up to them about your concerns. Don't just express your feelings, but actually seek solutions to the things you're concerned about uh, with our great profession, we have a wonderful profession. And and it's one thing to just, you know, yeah, there are times when we have to vent, but there are times when you have to be actionable on those ventings. You actually have to take a leadership role and and work towards change and protecting our industry and protecting the patients we serve and and protecting each other, protecting each other. I hope third-party payers are at the top of your list <laughs> on, on your conversations. I, instead of begging for higher reimbursement rates, maybe we need to protect the ability to offer patients value-added services that are not covered by the plan, by their plans, and services that can be collected directly from the patient without any interference from their dental plans. That is the best outcome for everyone. When you not just think, you don't just think about it, but actually verbalize it to all parties involved. Ponder that one. Thanks so much for being with us here today. I hope you guys have a great week. Until we uh, meet again at the next podcast, have a fantastic day.
1: Thank you for being with us today. Since 2006, My Practice, My Business has been teaching dentists and their teams business skills, dental insurance contractual protocols, and state laws governing how to profitably bill patients fairly for the need-based services they provide. What's more, we guarantee our training, unlike other dental consulting companies in the industry. Simply stated, if you don't increase your net revenue, we don't get paid. We call it dental consulting the way it should be. We believe there has never been a more important time than now for dentists to experience and implement our key methods, knowledge, and business training within their dental practices. To learn more about our guaranteed, no risk clinical business of dentistry training that is changing dental practices for the better, just go to our website, mypracticemybusiness.com, and surf our pages for additional information about our company and the services we provide. When you're ready, give us a call and get scheduled for the most profitable dental business training that you will ever experience. If you enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a five-star review. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to call us. Thank you again and have a fantastic day.